It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Craig and PD, and I think off the top, let's just get it all out. Let's do a clearing. How's everybody feeling? It was, uh, it's been a roller coaster of emotions, to be honest. Um, PD, you and I have been around this saga for so long, and we really thought we were going to get clarity, we were going to get stability, we are going to get a genuine solution and uh, an arena location that mattered. And based on everything that I was hearing from the, those sources, they, they felt really confident. You could tell they were confident at the party last night and then it just blew up and it was the dead opposite of what they expected. So it was, it was really tough to absorb. Uh, most of that place cleared out. I know you guys had to do a very rough show last night with quite bluntly some assholes in the chat. Thank you, Sean, for banning them. Um, and then I had to go home and somehow write a story. And I, honestly, it took a long time for me to get to it because I couldn't clear my head of, aside from the the saga. And I don't I don't want to make this too much about us, but let's face it, it's our livelihood too. And I was wondering because this is the end of my sports journalism career. That's what I was wondering last night. And how am I going to support my family and all that stuff? So it's it was a crazy night. See, a couple things. I, I second everything you said. And it started off with, there was sadness. I had a conversation with my son today. He was older. He's out of the home now. He's 24 and he's got a job of his own and everything's fine. But he grew up at the Coyotes Arena. He grew up uh, with the Coyotes logo. And he said today, Dad, I don't go to the games much anymore, but this makes me really sad. And then I started to think about all the people involved and not just us, but all of the people involved. And that's, started with sadness and today it switched to anger and, and I'll tell you why because this franchise put their fate in the hands of the Tempe voters because they thought it was the right thing to do to let them vote what I'm angry about today is how misinformed <laughs> the people that voted were and, and the decisions they made based on things that just weren't true. That frustrates and angers me because I, I, I saw it on Twitter today. People yep. were tweeting me, well, at least my tax bill won't go up. Your tax bill wasn't going up. Read the damn proposal. And, yeah. and I think this is what fell apart. The, the people that voted no voted no because they thought things that weren't true. And some they thought them, they weren't anyway, true. Some, to, sure, you got to be fair. Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah. And some of those no votes came from things that they learned that were just factually untrue and that's why i'm angry because it, it, and you know what the vote may have ended up exactly the same if they had the right information or they what was really the deal the biggest problem we needed more people to vote but that's a whole nother thing they made their decision based on things that were not true and that makes me angry because i don't think people understand how many lives are affected today i'm gonna admit something i went to a couple of those meetings sort of in disguise, just to get a sense. And I, I know I shared with you guys the one when I went as myself and heard some of the things that were being floated as fact that were literally researchable public record facts. I, I could counter them with research public record, and yet they wouldn't believe me, some of the things I was telling. But I went to a couple other meetings, sort of incognito, and it was dumbfounding, the stuff that I was hearing. And listen, let's be honest. 
who was feeding that that misinformation. And I I know we're going to talk about this a little later, Leah, but I got to get this one off my chest. In the end, politics is about winning the election, right? So you play you play dirty. You play dirty. The other side played dirty here. I don't respect the way they ran this. I know they don't care that I don't respect it, but I don't think they were honorable. I think it is disgusting. The lead spokesperson for this campaign has a PhD in rhetoric, which is basically a rhetoric uh, PhD in bullshit. It's persuasive speaking that isn't necessarily grounded in truth. You won. Congratulations. And you made money off of it, regardless of what people are saying. Don't don't doubt for a moment that the principals in this campaign made a lot of money and they spent a lot of money in spite of the Republic throwing out that ridiculous $35,000 budget. Come on. Bullshit. No, they spent a lot more money. You saw the report from Frank Saravelli saying it was probably close to $2 because the unions were involved. Um, to run a campaign like that and feel good about yourself says a lot about you as a person. I don't know how you look yourself in the mirror when you are undermining democracy by lying to people to get them to vote a certain way. I was disgusted by that campaign and I have no respect for the people involved in it. I even voted in the past for Lauren Kuby for Corporation Commission. You can bet that's never happening again if she runs for public office because I was just disgusted by their campaign. I have one thing before we continue on is Craig... Their even their t- tweeted comments today were yay we won and we won. I, I love my city. Yeah, but, but you but, love the paycheck you got. Question? What the hell did they win? Nothing. Like a dump. Like what you did tweeted. You win? There, there's no new jobs coming. There's no new tax revenue coming. They still have the dump that they're going to have to deal with at some point from the city of taxpayer or the city of Tempe taxpayers. What did they win? I I don't understand what. What they won and what was good about this for the city of Tempe and the Tempe residents. I, I sincerely, I want somebody to tell me what did they win? Well, they didn't give taxpayer money. They didn't give their taxes to a, a corrupt billionaire. It, that's the thing. The, the narratives that's are so narrative. easy, right? Yep. It's so easy to play that card. I don't and taxes. let's be blunt. Alex didn't help himself with his past behavior. In Glendale. Agree. It, he made for an easy target. Whether he had mended his ways or not, he Great. made for an easy target. But Again, it's so easy to say, oh, there's a better, better deal out there without providing any details. That's It's easy just to cast doubt. And as Neil Giuliano told me, the only person who stuck around to be interviewed last night, he thinks he's going to be dead before anything happens with that land. And he may be right because it's been sitting there for seven decades. There isn't a better deal out there. It was bullshit. You were lied to. And now yeah, you, there's nothing you're, coming. You're, you're getting no tax revenue at all from that. There's land. no park coming. There's no low income housing. I mean, there is nothing coming. You know what is coming, though? And this because there was no EPA study being able to be done for this because they, they're not building there now. So there is no. So at some point in time, they're going to have to clean that shit up. Yep. At some point. And who's paying for it? City of Tempe residents, period. Via taxes. Full stop. So you will be paying taxes on this one because to clean it. Guess what? Over time, that toxic landfill is going to bleed into water system, ground systems, and you're going to get sued. They'll probably get sued. If they don't get sued, they're going to be asked to clean it up. And again, it is city of Tempe residents taxes that will pay for that period, full stop. And nobody can tell me differently. It's just the way it's going to be. When it could have been done for free with tax revenues, jobs, and so much more benefits to the city of Tempe. How but many elected officials supported this? All of them. All of them. Almost past all and present. Like maybe two former council members did Those are people that you it. voted for to support your yeah, community. Know, they know crazy. the economics of it. They know the situation far better than the people running the this people campaign voted? or the people voting. Absolutely. Good Lord. Did you see some of the people that voted and what their reasons were? Come on. They just didn't know. They weren't informed. Yep. And who do you blame? We'll get, we'll to, get to that in a minute. Okay, I want to do my Sorry. clearing. I haven't gotten to go yet. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Lee. It's okay. Last night, if you watched our show, I was literally, quite literally rendered speechless, and I would like to thank Petey for carrying us through the first 20 minutes last night because I had nothing to say. Um, I definitely went through all the emotions, and I think I, like, went to bed last night. Well, I barely slept, first of all, and Same. I woke up, and honestly, the the emotion and the feeling that I feel like in my body is heartbreak. Yeah. Like I, I genuinely feel heartbroken. Like this is really, really hard <laughs> to like come to work today and talk about this. Um, like I get emotional talking about it. Um, so we'll talk about all of that. I think we should stick on what went wrong first and mm-hmm. then we can talk about what comes next. Um, so, so let's, let's dive more into it. Um, we, we, 
I mean, we openly criticized the Tempe Wins campaign last night for maybe not getting started early enough. And listen, I'm not sitting here claiming to be a political expert or a campaign expert or anything like that. But what Tempe First did was they, as soon as this went to referendum, they had a presence. And mm-hmm. the Coyotes and Tempe Wins we're going to wait till after the Super Bowl. So this is people's top of mind. Yeah, the, the top of mind phrase is what sticks with me. And Javier Gutierrez said it. He, he believed that that was the way to go. And I'm sure he was being advised by someone that's the way to go. Either that or Alex Morello just wasn't willing to spend the money on this campaign. And I have a suspicion about that as well. They got outspent. When, when you look at the magnitude of the project you're planning and the potential windfall, How do you not make sure that you put everything in to making sure you win this vote? There are a lot of people who don't think they ran a good campaign. Randy Keating was on our show raising questions about it. I know Tempe City staff had issues all the way through this campaign. They thought they picked up the pace a bit, but they didn't think they ran a good campaign. Neither do a lot of politicos that I I spoke to. They think they made a lot of mistakes. And how on earth, on the eve of the vote... Do you have polling, internal polling, yeah, that makes what? you believe you have a 10-point lead and are going to get 56 or 57% of the vote and then have the opposition get that number instead? How is your polling that off? Either you hired a terrible firm, you didn't spend the money to make sure you were doing the right research, or maybe you just lied about it. And well, I don't understand the motivations there. The, we talked about information. We did everything we could here at PHNX, but guess what? The people that are listening to our show are pro-coyote, pro-sports, pro-arena. So this clearly isn't the right audience. You know what? who else wasn't the right audience? The vote yes commercials on Bally Sports during Coyotes games. The video vignettes that were played inside Mullet Arena for vote yes that they self-produced and self-made at little to no cost. You have them already. You needed to spend the dollars outside of that core group. You needed to spend the dollars where citizens of Tempe are going to see what you're selling. And what you were selling is new building, no taxes, no taxes. And you beat them over the head with no new taxes and no taxes. This isn't out of your taxes. It needed to be signs in people's yards. It needed to be billboards. It needed to be ads on local TV, not Bally's TV, local TV. You also needed someone who has been in politics before. Yes, advising and guiding you. You hire someone. That's what Tempe first did. They hired people that do this. The Coyotes misstepped that. They needed to hire people. I don't know if it was arrogance, hubris, or they thought they knew the answers better than others. They needed to hire somebody that did this professionally, period. Yeah, because they failed. Their campaign failed. 100% it did. Miserably. And I had a couple people, politicals, I'm not going to name these people because I don't want to call them out, but say... They didn't even get to know the electorate like these messages, like the Rodeo Drive of Arizona or Tempe, wherever the hell it was uh, walking around, you know, guys walking around in suits. How is that selling to Tempe? Tempe. That's not who your voters are. They want to know that their community is going to be safe, that they're going to have good schools. And you didn't even take the time to get out and learn who your electorate was. And it backfired on you. Yeah, that to me is the sign of a poorly run campaign. They didn't message well and they lost the campaign. They got there ass handed to them in this I, campaign. I wonder what the message is now, Craig, there, when they wake up this morning and fully anticipating that throw a party last night and have a big win and moving forward, what the mood is today and if the hindsight is now, oh, shit, we probably should have done this a little bit differently. Because, Why did you think you knew politics? Yeah, I, I don't You've know. never been in this sphere well, before. Well, you said Why? it on the show. We, yeah. We haven't started yet. Like, we see the no stuff out there. Why haven't you guys started? Okay. Well, we have a plan. And Craig, another thing I want to highlight was something, this was the, the thing that stood out to me in your story you published this morning um, on gophnext.com was the one quote from the political analyst who said they didn't necessarily, and, we, and we've been saying for months why they just voted to send this to referendum. Yeah. But somebody in your story said they didn't have to do that. Yeah. I mean, the, their point, it, it was Catherine Coleman. I, I ended up quoting her because she's okay with it and I've quoted her before. Um Her point was that the onus was still on the opposition to get it to referendum. So they would have had to do all the work to make sure that that happened. And it's a valid point. Everything that I understood from a lot of people was it was going to go to referendum anyway, and this would have pushed it till August. So I don't know so much about that. Catherine had some other thoughts as well. And Catherine certainly wondered about their campaign strategy as well. And that's part of what we're talking about right now. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just, I think we're going to find out as time goes by what actually happened with both campaigns, the funding, the financing, who, 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 the messing, the messaging clearly wasn't there. It clearly wasn't there when you have so many people that I've, again, I've seen handfuls. So I didn't see thousands. I saw handfuls of social media talking about they didn't want their taxes to go up. They didn't want to have their taxes go to a billionaire. And unfortunately, that was the messaging. Yep. No tax breaks for billionaires. It's an easy sell and it's sold and people bought it. And now I, I've had, I've tried to have meaningful conversations with people on Twitter. And I know that can be difficult, but I've had people going, oh, I, I didn't know that. Well, <laughs> it's not my job to inform them. It was the organization's job to inform them. And, and they didn't inform them. And now they're finding out after the fact that, oh, I didn't understand that. That's a problem. The other problem is who voted. Yeah. And we actually have um, yeah. the graphic and and. There were a lot of people doing a lot of great work on this last Sam? night. Yeah, so we yeah. can pull it up. This is um, from Sam, oh, I think Almi is yeah. how you say his name. This is the demographic of voters um, by age. Um, and when I saw this yesterday, this is what kind of started to spark the anxiety for me. Um, so if you're watching on YouTube, you, this is returns by age group. Um, and the highest return was from ages 65 to 74, 23.2% of the vote. 18 to 24 was just 3.8% of the total returns. Um and then 75 plus was the second highest. By Not surprising group. the way elections usually go, but okay, a couple lessons that you should have taken from previous data on on how how voter turnout looks. You need to message the elderly, right? That's that should be your target audience. Yes, you need to find out a way to convince them. First of all, secondly, we talked about this a long time ago. How do you mobilize the ASU community? And I know there were groups that Tempe first got to. To mobilize, like I mean, I saw some frightfully bad editorials in the state press about why you should vote no on this, but they were doing their job. Right? They got out there and got people to to vote or or to have an opinion to influence student uh, student votes. The county should have been on campus doing this day one. Day one, they should have been registering mobilize students the vote. to vote. Hey, look at this really cool area that we're going to create Close for to ASU campus. students. It's such an easy music sell. venues. Yes. See concerts. You can go out to dinner. You can have drinks. It's not too far from campus. It's right down there, and we'll probably extend the the light rail that far, and you can just jump on the light rail. And you can do that free if you go to use any of the facilities there. They should have tables on campus, registering kids to vote, and informing them. And again, it missteps all along the way. You you looked at those numbers, and, and not just you talked about sixty five to seventy four. Go from sixty five to seventy five. It was forty four percent of the vote was sixty five and older. The largest population is Tempe is 18 to 34. Right. That's where the people are. The people are 18 to 34 and they didn't vote. So you either got to encourage the people 18 to 34 to vote or you have to inform the people 65 and older on what they are actually voting for. And neither of those things happen. And now we're sitting here going, where the hell is the team going now? And right. we, we, I'm tired of it. Yeah. And, and th too. this was the best opportunity. You have an owner that wants to spend money. You want an owner that wants long-term viability. You've got the league that's supporting and backing them. You've got a community and a city that wants them there. All of the things were in place for this to work. And this was the right deal. And now we are sitting here on, I don't know, was it Wednesday today? Wednesday morning going, where's the team moving this time? I'm just tired of it. And, and I don't know when this is ever going to pass for Coyote fans. And I, I will have some messaging later about what I think the future will look like. But when is this shit going to end? And when are we going to be sitting here in May talking about playoffs instead of another goddamn arena? I'm just tired of it. I think they blew it. I think I put the onus on the, the ownership and management group of the Coyotes for not doing a better job. And I wish they would have because I supported them. We had them on our air as much and as often as we possibly could sending their message. But guess what? Our watchers and listeners are already on board. Yep. And I, you mentioned an ownership group that is willing to spend money. I still can't escape the feeling that Alex Morello went cheap on this election and it cost him. But do you think they spend money on things that they want to spend money on? I, I guess that, that's I what know. I should have it's, said. There's no rhyme or reason for me because when you look at the investment in scouting and development, okay, those are really, really savvy decisions yes. to invest in that ground level grassroots. That's where you build. That's where you build your yes. team. How in the hell do you not spend whatever it takes to win this election? I just don't get it. I don't either. All right. Well, I think we've addressed that. We'll talk about what happens now 
here in a second. Um, just want to get to a couple super chats we've had come through, uh, starting with Nicholas, who sent us money from Denmark. Um, Thanks, buddy. I'm a fan from Denmark. I started following the Yotes this season, and I can't believe that I already will lose my team. Surely something can be done. Well, we'll talk about that next, Nicholas. Thank you so much for the support um, from Denmark. Maybe we really we launch a an outlet there. What would the, I'd love what, to live in Denmark. There's, there's a lot of consonants there. We could make I it work, right? I think I'm blonde and I fit right DNMK? I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. We had a guy who wanted the team to move to Sweden yeah, we yesterday. Had, we, the Stockholm we just, Coyotes. We just do um, a in. Northern Europe branch. Sure. Um, all right. Charles, $10 said, this would be so much harder to go through right now if it weren't for you all. Appreciate y'all so much for doing these shows and giving us a space to process what happened last night. Um, thank you, Charles. We... I couldn't have gotten through it either without the community and the discord has been like extremely lovely um, this morning. Um, Clinton, $5 said, what I'm hearing is just the coyotes on the ice. Just like the coyotes on the ice, they didn't play a full 60 for this campaign. It's kind of true, I guess. Yeah, good good comparison. I will say back to Charles's comment, this community, when you have news like this, you want to band together as a group. And I know we got a lot of outside voices last night during the show and and they were happy for their own reasons. But but to have the community come together like it did last night, I think they needed a place to vent. I think they needed a, a, a place to get out their sorrows. Let's be honest, so did we. Yeah, and, and so did we. And I think that that was really important because guess what? The, this wasn't a topping point outside of our little shell and our closing shell. The Coyote fans here, hockey fans in the Valley are passionate and they're all in. We just need to get that community bigger and that's what we're doing here. And we're going to continue to try to do that until the moving trucks have left on the 17. I'm going to sit here and keep talking about it. All right. Um, well, I guess I'll give everybody some good news. And it's that BetMGM has an offer that you can take advantage of today. <laughs> Only two days a week. And today's one of them. Today's one of the days? Wednesday and Saturday. What's the deal? Every Wednesday and Saturday, you get a bonus bet on the house from BetMGM. Come on. This is the hockey good, playoffs, this basketball is the good playoffs. news we needed today. Buddy, that's uh, fans will automatically receive a bonus bet upon logging into their account. The bets expire after 72 hours, so don't wait. You can use them on any sport wager. So if you get it today, you want to use it on playoff hockey tomorrow or Friday. doesn't expire for 72 hours. You can use it. Um, make sure you take advantage of this offer. I mean, what an offer. It's what we all need right now, a little boost. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, you can use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for the Arizona audience, you'll get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager. With BetMGM, again, make sure you use the bonus code PHNX. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now, listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Thank you, Shane, for that. And thank you, Foco, for helping decorate our office, our set. Um, they have a lot of great stuff, especially in our commish studio. Um, hopefully, we don't need to rename it. Hopefully, <laughs> Gary comes through again. Yeah, at least there are um, problems but, <laughs> right now, but it's on the list. Um, all the bobbleheads, the decor, it's all a courtesy of Foco. They have some amazing stuff. They have your back for Arizona sports. So get the best gear around by visiting foco.com. That's F-O-C-O.com and use code PHNX for all non-presale items. Use code PHNX for 10% off. Make sure you grab yourself some merchandise. And if you're a fan of another team in the chat, they have stuff for your team as well. Um, so check them out. Awesome stuff. All right. Let's move on to what's next. <laughs> And let's start with. Why do we throw our tinfoil hats out? I don't know. No, seriously. Did you? Did we end up leaving the tinfoil here? If ever a beat did. needed to hang on to those, it was us. Jesus. So yeah. let's talk about. Let's get this out of the way. How likely is relocation? I don't know. I don't know at this point. Listen, when I when I came home last night after processing it, everything, it, and by the way, talking to. Coyotes fans in the parking lot who were crying and talking to other people on my way home, trying to get a sense of what the hell was happening here. I just, I went to bed thinking there was no viable path forward in Arizona. I really thought this time 
This is the end because you, you look at the circumstances. They already are slated to play three more years at Mullet. Well, any new arrangement that they come up with, you would think would have to extend that time, right? It, the Board of Governors is already unhappy with the revenue loss here. The NHLPA is unhappy with the revenue loss and the playing conditions, practicing conditions for its players here. So there's going to be a lot of pressure on Gary Bettman, probably with a lot of people saying, enough, done. We've done. We've been trying this for two plus decades. When are you going to give up on this? So that was my my thought. And then I'm I'm hearing from sources I trust to a certain extent, oh, Houston is actually in play again. Salt Lake City is in play. All this shit that I've heard and other times of crisis for the Coyotes, right? Oh, here's a, a credible rumor. They're going here. They go, and it all ended up being smoke anyway. I'm not going to say who, who I spoke to today that changed my tune, but I'm of the opinion now that there is a path forward in Arizona. I'm surprised to be even saying that right now. There's a lot of moving parts to this, but I think there's a. I think they're still looking to stay here. I think they're still looking to stay in Arizona, which is stunning to me at this point. I'm going to second that. First of all, the people in the chat are already talking about the Houston Arrows and the Salt Lake City, whatever the Coyotes or what they're going to call them in Salt Lake. A couple things. The team's been here before. We've been on the precipice of moving to Portland. Very close. <laughs> within Literally within hours yep. of a vote taking place to move this team to Portland. If not for Wayne Gretzky, this team is in Portland nearly 20 years ago. Yep. When the Atlanta Thrashers moved to Winnipeg, this team was also in discussions to be one of the franchises that moved. One of the two teams was moving. It could have been this one. It was close. Within months, not days, months. Do I think that this franchise could leave the Valley? Yes, I do. I, I, I think this is along the lines of where those two were. This is close. This is a big deal. This is no, hey, this is just a joke. They're not really moving. They're, they're good in Glendale. No, this is real. There is an opportunity for the league and the board of governors to say, okay, enough. We've been doing this. We've been carrying this long enough. Enough. This is over. But I said this last night, and I'm going to reiterate this. These at heart, Alex Morello is a businessman. And if you think he went into this deal for hundreds of millions of dollars going, well, I don't know if this doesn't work out. I got nothing else. You're out of your mind. So they sat in meetings. There are backup plans. There are other things that they discussed. They have a path out of this that doesn't include we're selling the team to a different city or a different state. I, They want to own this team. Alex Morello wants to own the hockey team because he's got the gambling license. He wants his team to be in Arizona. He does. I don't think it's over yet. Yeah, I don't. They got to manage it better, obviously, than they have thus far. They need to make better choices. Yeah. And, and, and you know what's going to be funny to me? If... If they do pick another location and something moves quickly, it, let's say it's a bordering Tempe community. Let's say it's Chandler, Ahwatukee, Mesa, or Scottsdale, all the areas, and, and even Phoenix, the border Tempe, and this gets done. And you look at this glorious thing that it does to the community and the tax revenues and the jobs and all the things we said would happen in Tempe are now happening across the river in South Scottsdale. You're going, I, I want to bring all those no voters and we're going to have a party over at the dump. We're going to sit there. We're going to bring out lawn chairs. We can all sit at the dump and we can look at the glorious <laughs> thing that you voted no for across the river that's helping out their community instead of yours. Because I still believe, and I am going to say this with every breath and tooth and nail until I see the moving trucks leaving Mullet Arena, there's a hope for a team here in Arizona. And I sincerely believe that. I know that there are things in the works where they are trying, trying, trying to make something happen here. And if it doesn't, We'll move forward. Yeah. I literally went to bed last night, like, thinking that we have covered our last Coyotes game. Like, I'm not even joking. And that is a very hard thing. To and do. there's a lot of people out there in this <laughs> that, that believe that that's the case. A lot of people believe that. I've heard that this team will be in moving vans in less than six weeks. I've had somebody tell right, me that. Right. In six weeks, they'll be packing up Mullet and the practice arena, and they are gone. Yeah. I don't believe that to be true. I asked Saul if I'd still have a job. That's what I said. I, I talked to Derek Saul, last Saul night. Saul texted us last night, like, let's meet tomorrow. We're like, baseball. should we bring the cardboard boxes? Uh, like, I know baseball <laughs> a little bit. Seriously. 
There, look at that. See, we got well, one anyway. That's the kind of staff we have here at Peach. They pay attention, and I've got my tinfoil hat. I'm going to keep my tinfoil hat right here by my side for the remainder of the summer as we carry on through this. I believe that this team will be playing in Arizona in the fall of 2023. So I laid out some possibilities for where that might be, and you can read my story. Hopefully, you have read my story. A lot of people have actually. You wrote a story read, about this? I did the like at like 2 a.m. Um, there are some possibilities that we, I, I think all of the possibilities that I discussed have issues. Like if they sure. go to Mesa, you might have another public vote that you're dealing yes. with. Oh, if they, God. Right, right. If you go downtown, you can't, you can't move back exactly. Don't want to go through that again. You can't be attended in Matt Ishbia's arena because you face the same issues yes. that you had that forced you to leave. Yes. If Matt Ishbia wants to buy the team, okay. That's the only I, way that works in that building. Right. It is period. literally the only way it Financial. works there. And I can't see them building another arena downtown that's going to compete. compete with them. Yeah. No, I don't either. If you go to tribal lands, there's all sorts of things that you need to sort through. Gaming rights, yeah. uh, land ownership. Yeah. There's all sorts of hurdles that need to be crossed. So it's not like there's an easy solution. And again, I go back to this timeline. Is the BOG really going to say, yeah, extend mullet another couple of years. Play there for five years. That that just sounds like a non-starter for me. But can you make a deal happen quickly? I don't know. Maybe you can. Can you play somewhere else temporarily? Probably, maybe. But but you've got this agreement with ASU. Back I, to the Coliseum. Yeah, well, <laughs> probably not the Coliseum. But could you play downtown or or go back to Glendale? Go back to Glendale. I have a really night. hard time believing that I would happen, last especially night. at a short-term. Lease agreement because Glendale didn't want that in the first place. Gary Bettman hates Glendale. Right Glendale. Glendale hates the Coyotes. How busy is the building? <laughs> huh? How busy is that building? Where's oh, there? What are you talking about? It was a record year. Riding. It was a record year for profit. Professional bull riding. Hey, is coming there in September, I think. So <laughs> there's something. I, 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 a Craig, lot of right, a lot of bridges to be. That crossed. would give that would give me more hope if this team was still in Glendale right now because this owner wants to own the team and it's uh, the arena is. Thank you, sir. The arena is viable. If they're not moving, and I don't think they're leaving town, if they're wear it like a yarmulke to so hide my ball spot. Mullet. I do think the tinfoil well, hat club. Does, Thank you. Buddy. I, I think that this is a tinfoil hat club. You really know me well. I was with Craig as of last night at midnight. I said this team is probably going to leave. I don't necessarily. I'm not all into that right now. I think that we're going to. And here I'm going to pitch PHNX a little bit here too. One, if you want to follow along what's happening, do it here. Follow Craig. Follow us because we're going to talk about it. Secondly, stay tuned and we're going to help. I know people are saying, who can we talk to? What can we do as fans? We're going to rally this fan base together. And if there are things that we can do to help this progress inside the Valley, we're absolutely going to do this together. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, since the tinfoil hat's on, I'm going to throw this out. I threw it out last night. Ryan Reynolds is somehow getting hey, buddy. Come on. There we go. Snoop Dogg <laughs> and Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> He's Coming down, love it. Ryan. Yeah, He's you are him. welcome, Ryan Reynolds. You are welcome in Arizona. Come on down. Oh. But you know what's funny, though? The, the one thing this team doesn't need is an owner. No, they don't. Yeah. It, it, that's the one thing that makes this deal different, because when this team has looked at moving before, it was an ownership group that wanted the hell out, that they couldn't they couldn't maintain the losses. This is an owner that wants to own the team. That's why this is different than in other times when they were about to leave. And that's what I want to make sure people understand. This owner wants to own the team. When this happened, when they were going to Winnipeg, there was ownership issues. When they were talking about yeah. going to Portland, it was ownership issues. There isn't an ownership issue. There's a building issue. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's ownership issue for the reasons we talked about before. Right. You need to manage Correct. this better. But... And, and I wrote this right when he came in. Alex Morello's history with all of his business, he's not a guy who comes in like Ice Arizona did, got the initial investment, watched the valuation rise, and then sold it off. And then you have George Cosby saying, we crushed the investment. He's not viewing it as an investment. His history with all of his businesses, he takes depressed assets, he strips them to the core, and then rebuilds them. But then he hangs on to them. He doesn't sell off his businesses that may be what's happening here. Again, there's so many, so many bridges to cross here before we have an actual arena again for the Coyotes to play in. But this morning, I did not expect to feel like there was hope. any hope forward. And now I do. So Greg Rosinski just tweeted five minutes ago, um, slow that Arizona Coyotes relocation talk down for now. 
NHL Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly tells ESPN, quote, I don't envision a scenario in which the Coyotes are not playing in Mullet next season. Wow. Well, and I said that today. Coyotes have confirmed story soon. Yeah, the... For, wow. for next season, I think I've heard from multiple well, people that they're, that's they're, huge. But, well, but a lot of people, people saying they could move this summer. So there are a lot of people who assumed it would be a lame duck season at Mullet. Don't even assume that. Don't even assume that at this point. But that's that's hopeful because that's we, last night, hopeful. like last night, there were people in the chat saying, "Oh, when this fell apart for Winnipeg Atlanta, like they were gone." And I literally, like I just said, went to bed last night thinking, "Am I even?" Have, do I even have a job covering the Coyotes next season? I know. Right Saul, now. I will say Saul called a meeting with all of us and he had a bunch of cardboard boxes from UPS and there was a concern. <laughs> He's coming on the mic coming now. Coming on the mic. So uh, let's see. Okay, guys. First of all, <laughs> nobody's fucking leaving PHNX, okay? I don't know what the future holds for the Coyotes, but in a hockey regard, there is still plenty to accomplish here in this state. Yes. So we're going to be fine to some degree. You guys will all still be employed. <laughs> nobody's going anywhere. No, Saul's been amazing. I just want to make sure I say that out loud so nobody's wondering what's going to happen with you guys. Yeah. No, okay. Saul's <laughs> been nothing but supportive. And it, it's more about covering the Coyotes themselves because if they're not here, then we can't cover but them. To Saul's point, and this, I, I keep beating the PHNX drum, one, because I work here, but two, this is what it was designed for. This is why PHNX is here. PHNX is here so that people and fans have somewhere to go and bitch, complain, talk, console, comfort, cheer as a group, as a community. If not for this, everybody's out on an island by themselves. And it's not just the Coyotes or the Suns or the Cardinals. This is an Arizona State sports family. And we're a part of it. Thank goodness for PHNX so we get this voice as a group. To be able to to shout out and scream, this isn't right. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, let's get through <laughs> just taking selfies, selfies. live on the show. Uh, we have a couple more Subaru chats uh, to get through. So let's read them. Grant, 499. Why do we never hear from Alex? And it's always Javier. It's <sighs> a really good question. I mean, I for a long time, I tried to secure an interview with Alex Morello. And eventually, after being turned down multiple times, I was told Javier Gutierrez will be the official spokesperson for the franchise and Alex will not be speaking. So that's the way it is. That's the way they've chosen to proceed. So not much more I can do. I, I, I did everything I could to, to get an interview with Alex. I Alex spoke at his introductory press conference. And I remember one point during the pandemic that I had him on the phone for about five seconds when, he spoke at Tempe Winds when Gary Bettman was in town. Right. And the only thing he said to me during the pandemic was, every day I wake up, I lose money, Craig. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Um, all right. Four ninety nine from Frank. Or wait, did we? Yeah, we read the grand one, right? Um, as a Panthers fan, I'm very sad and disappointed. I have a home in Sedona, and I enjoy going to Yotes games over the years. We've had a lot of great comments from fans of other, of other teams. Communities. So thank yeah. you so much for your kind words. Pat, um, a big thank you to the three of you for creating an amazing community that was only going to grow time to look forward. Ishbia, Rez, Mesa. Um, yeah, we'll talk about all those things. Thank you, Pat. And it goes into what PD said about our community here. Um, Lisa key. I'm not sure how to say that 10 euros. How about that? Finland also joining in. We wow. have the entire North of is, Europe covered. We've had awesome. Denmark, Sweden, and Finland. We yep. just need someone from Norway to chime in next. Helsinki um, Coyotes. Finland also joining in. Been a fan since Sammy Lapisto. Sammy Lapisto. Wow. Oli Oli times. You see Valmaki. Look at how many we got. Oh, uh, yeah. Tins? Um, Said, the Corpedo. <laughs> yeah. Lori Korpakoski. Auntie Ranta. Auntie Ranta. Love it. Mm -hmm. Last season, lost Yuka my local Numenin. team, Jokerit. And now this. Numenin. Hockey belongs in the desert. It's a perfect combo of sun Yuha. and hockey. Thank you so much for, uh, for the support Yulon? from Finland. I'm just going to keep naming right. Finnish players He's whispering while, you while you're speaking. JC, this is like Yulon. how the Sun Devil Yulon. show operates at all times. Um, all right. JC, $5 said, can we have a public referendum to put Peach and X as the ownership group of the kind? <laughs> uh, if everyone has a billion dollars that they can chip in, sure. So let's call Brandon, see if we can get that, that ball rolling. <laughs> we'll oh, my gosh. Uh, Blatantly asked $92. Craig can always cover professional bull riding. Wow. Uh, that's something I haven't considered before. You never Actually, know. bull riding is damn cool, so I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to throw that out there. Bull riding. What is going on? Thanks, dude. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> where did that come from? I love it. Oh that is good God, producing. That is. Unreal. That is on the spot right there. Okay, um, I, I, Leah, would you do me a favor? Sure. Because I think it's really important at this time. Could you find that tweet again? Which tweet? The tweet you just read from Greg Wyshynski. Yeah. I quoted it already. I have it. In but our... can you read it yeah. again? Because I think this, of all the things coming out of today's show and, and over the last 24 hours, all the highs and lows, I think it's very important that I, I, I sincerely believe this is important that this gets read twice so that people that are sitting in Quebec that are listening in Portland and in Houston and Salt Lake City, I, I think it's important that you reread this. And I sincerely believe this is the message that people need to take away from today. Um, okay, I'll read it again. He said, slow that Arizona Coyotes relocation talk down for now. NHL Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly tells ESPN, quote, I don't envision a scenario in which the Coyotes are not playing in Mullet Arena next season. End quote. Coyotes have confirmed. Story soon. Thank you. Yay. (laughs) Um, Also, just one more year. year. We're going to chant that every year. One more year. Um, Also, I don't want this to get lost because this was funny. If you don't follow Connor Ingram on Twitter, yeah, he's, he's a great, great follow. Um, yeah. And we've seen a lot of relocation talk. Huge one being Salt Lake City. I think we saw a tweet from the owner of the Utah Jazz that dates back to April. Somebody had tweeted at him that they want to see hockey in Utah. He said, like, in motion. So I think that kind of got a lot of people talking about Salt Lake City. Then Kevin Weeks tweeted um, the Salt Lake City skyline. We all know Kevin Weeks loves to do his breaking yeah. insider Whatever. So this quote tweet from Connor Ingram today was hilarious. So Kevin Weeks um, tweeted the skyline with the eyes emoji. And then Connor Ingram quote tweeted it and said, if Kevin tweets a picture of every city skyline, he'll guess right eventually. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, Connor Ingram. Love, love that. Love the players getting involved um, on Twitter. So thought that one was funny. Yeah. I, I, this is exhausting. It is. But, (laughs) but. This is, I'm going to take you again behind the curtain. So it's been 20, 23 years I was there and there were times and there was an ownership group at one time that said this will all be resolved in two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. That became a saying. So two weeks became our chant and our mantra from, from all of the staff for the next 15 years because it's still not resolved. And so if you talk to somebody on the staff today, Greg, and I'm sure you will, just tell them I'll be over in two weeks. Two weeks. Because that's how... Everybody that's been involved, whether you're a fan, a player, a staff member, that's the mentality you've had to have to be a part of this organization and this group. Keep talking, please. To be a part of this franchise for this long, you have to go that this is the way we do it. This is, we hockey the hard way, scratch it and claw. This is part of what's built into everybody that's followed this team, played for this team, or worked for this team. This is how things are done for the Coyotes, and that's why I still believe that there is some hope that this team stays here because this is the Coyote way. This is how things are done here in Arizona. You get everybody all hyped up and go in this direction and then it falls apart. And then somehow, miraculously, everything works out. And I still believe that that's the path. And now hearing that from Bill Daly, what that tells me is this is giving ownership group time. It's giving the ownership and the management group time to get this sorted out. And, and, and find what that plan be and what those real plans are instead of just pushing the panic button and going, oh, we're leaving. And that's why I said the, the difference in this and the other relocation times was there was no ownership group. There was no owner. They have an owner. The league is saying they're playing in the fall. That to me tells me they've got months. And I mean months, not years, months to start getting another plan in place, which my guess would be they already do. Um. I love this comment from Jose. Following the Cardinals, Suns, and Coyotes, it is a lifetime of stress this year alone. (laughs) You're not wrong, Jose. You're not wrong. Um, Thankfully, as we've been sitting here now going on hour three of talking about this over the last... 12 or I guess 15 hours or whatever it is. Thank God we're in these chairs, PD. We actually oh, made the, like we could choose. We made the more furniture we were call like, last We night. need to sit in these chairs because we need to be comfortable. And Buckle thank goodness. Up, thank goodness. Um, more furniture really hooked it up for us. Also, the recliners that we watched all, almost every game in last season. Um, just amazing. So if you're looking to refurnish your house, especially, I don't know, I feel like when the seasons change, it's a good time to yes. like to get some new furniture. Check out more furniture, especially they have their white glove delivery, which just makes everything so smooth and seamless. You don't have to think, you don't have to stress. We all have enough stress doing this. We do. Um, so don't stress about getting your furniture delivered. Get the white glove delivery service from more furniture and you can save big on the best furniture in the Valley when you head to morefurniture.com. That's M-O-R 
furniture.com. Um, and listen, we always talk about the need for sunglasses in Arizona. Sometimes you need sunglasses after you've been crying and oh. you need to cover your eyes. <laughs> At least tears. I do sometimes. Uh, so lots of great uses so where do we go? for them. Uh, check out Shady Rays because they have amazing, amazing styles for even better prices. And like, I'm not even just saying that. Go on their website. Seriously, like pull out your phone, go on their website. They have unbelievable stuff. Um, and they, they have a satisfaction guarantee. So if you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. We all have them. Absolutely love them. I need to get more, especially um, as we get into the summer months here. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. You can try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And think of Craig Morgan as a shady raise. Think of Tom Cruise in Risky Business. <laughs> okay. Synonymous. Did uh, we decide we're shedding this? I took mine off. I took mine off because it kept falling. I've noticed. I'm going to get. I'm going to on. rebuild. I, I tell you the ones we had on the draft show were were fit to size. I'm going to fit one to size. And I'm going to build it here because we're going to need it over the next few months for sure. And I just want to do another special shout out I, I, again. There are. I've just been texting because I don't pay attention when you guys talk. That there are. We talked about the community. But there's also a community of former and current Coyote employees, and they're very invested in this team, whether they still are here or not. And Craig can attest to this, that he's heard from former players over the last um, 24 hours. I've heard from a lot of former employees, and this is where they get their news, too, because this they just I just got texted. Hey, we're on now. And they all just jumped in. So to Ryan and Bronco, this is they're out no longer part of this franchise. They're part of other teams, but they still want to see this franchise succeed. So yeah. I'm so glad that we're able to get this word out here and what's really going on. Yeah. By the way, shout out to Kat Coleman, who's in the live chat, apparently. I was really? Told, oh, really? So. Wow. Thanks okay. for the help, Kat. Appreciate it. Wow. Longtime Coyote fan. <sighs> Maybe there is hope. I don't know. Uh, Roaring I, Fork I was, took us uh, off a different path. I was commiserating with Kat last night and this morning. So um, this is the roller coaster, Kat, right? This is the roller coaster we've been on for way too long now um i want to talk about a couple other things and i don't want to get into what if territory but i do just want to make sure we cover all of our bases because i think there is a lot of what ifs um, yes. especially mm -hmm. among the coyotes fan base so a couple things um how does this affect the tucson roadrunners number one and number two how does this affect youth hockey in arizona well i mean if if the coyotes leave i gotta believe the ahl team's going with them to for proximity it's not like they're happy with the arrangement in Tucson anyway, so I, I would think that they would explore something else. But that's, I mean, that's way down the list. As far as youth hockey, that that's the that's one of the things that really hasn't been talked about yet. And the Coyotes have meant everything to the growth of youth hockey in this market. It, it's it's happened because of the Coyotes. That there's just no arguing that Austin Matthews happened because of the Coyotes. Exponential growth in youth hockey happened because of the Coyotes. The Kachinas happened because of the Coyotes. It would be just such a shame to have that removed and have that sort of impetus for growth gone. <sighs> Two things. The Roadrunners, I'm not convinced yet. And that's just because of the Pacific Division, the league they're in, the travel from there. Or, as I put on my tinfoil hat, they moved to Phoenix. <laughs> and they play out of Phoenix because it's easier to commute out of Phoenix. If this team's moves to Salt Lake City, you have the Phoenix Roadrunners and they can play out of here just for cost reasons. The other one, Craig, is a more serious issue. And it's important to me because my kid played youth hockey here. We talked about, you said Austin Matthews, but there's Matthew Nye. There's kids playing college hockey. There's Josh Doan. This community has grown because of the Coyotes, the hockey community, the beer leagues, the, the the adult hockey, the kids hockey, the learn to skate, all of those things have grown because of the Coyotes. If the Coyotes leave tomorrow, there'll still be kids playing hockey in Scottsdale and Gilbert and Chandler. They'll still be playing. Yeah. A year from now, they'll still be playing. Two years from now, there'll be fewer kids. Five years, even fewer. And eventually, it'll be a novelty sport. I don't want to see that happen. Yeah, the, the, the growth of hockey here has been, we saw the, we went to the high school game, state championship at the Bullet Arena. That wasn't happening a decade ago. Mm -hmm. I, I think 
I do believe this is a hockey community, and I know they people joke about it because of the size of the building, but we've also been here when this team has been in the playoffs. We've also been here when this team is winning. We've also been here when this team has really good players playing for them that people want to go watch. This is a hockey community, and it deserves an NHL team. They just need to get all of the pieces aligned to make that happen. I don't want to see youth hockey suffer. I think this team and this city, they need more rinks so they can get more kids playing and it becomes even more of a hockey hotbed because we said it yesterday. There's four teams left in the Stanley Cup playoffs and all four of them are in the southern U.S., all four of them. Coincidence? No, they built their fan base. They built hockey and communities that are non-traditional markets. And this is just another one of those. Um, I just want to add that Elliot Friedman also quote tweeted the Greg Wyshynski tweet and said, mullet for 2023-24 it is. Greg doesn't need my confirmation, but that's where the Coyotes will play next season. Yeah. So we're, we're doubling. I said that down. on two different radio interviews this morning. That's what I'm hearing as well. So those, those are uh, good. Good. Get it out there. And I, I trust Elliot. I trust Greg, Greg Wyshynski. Those are people you trust as reporters. You talk yeah. about reporting all the time. These guys report. That makes, again, deep sigh of relief, Coyotes fans. And I know there's a lot of upset Coyote fans, a lot of them. And a lot of them were in the chat last night. Deep breath, regroup. And let's see what happens next. And, and here's what I need. I need a comment from Javier Gutierrez. Yeah. And I need a comment from, from the organization soon. I agree with they that. They need to be crafting yeah. a document. He needs to get out in front of this, and he needs to say something soon. Now, I, I, will, I will say this. They're clearly working with the league at this point after this fell through. This is a major disappointment for the league as well. So I'm sure the league is, has stepped in as well, and they're being very careful about what they're saying next. But you're right. They need to get something out really soon, not not even just to calm the fears of of Coyotes fans, because maybe you can't do that beyond this season. Mm -hmm. But you need to say something you need yeah. to address people. I mean, you've you've been incredibly engaged with the community up to this point. Yeah, you lost the vote, but you you still need to to get out there. I mean, more probably more so than ever. We have this saying uh, like uh, w when you write a difficult story in journalism, you better show up the next day. That's like it's incumbent on you to, to get out the next day mm -hmm. and answer for it. Well, Javier Gutierrez needs to answer for what just happened. Yeah. And something that we haven't addressed and probably because we, we've gone on a, a journey on this show since we started um, with, you know, maybe a glimmer of hope was that in both Javier's statement last night and Gary Bettman's statement last night, there was no we're still committed to hockey in Arizona. We're still committed to this. And I think the absence of that was a panic button moment for a lot of Coyotes fans. Yeah, I agree with that. But I wondered, too, if it was just so stunning that they just sort of circled the wagons and figured out, OK, what do, what do we do now? What do we say now? I'm not even sure they knew how to react because the expectation was so great that this was going to pass easily. And you heard that from people inside the Tempe business community, Tempe City Council members, the, the polling of the club themselves. I think that is probably the biggest reason. That you, I think they were just genuinely surprised. And if you want to see genuine surprise, go back and watch the first five minutes of our show. <laughs> because when, and this is a, no joke. We came in here and we had graphics last night. We had music. We had jokes. We had pranks. We had all. Our show last night was solely geared to this passing. And within five minutes, that was over. I, I think it was just a stunned disbelief. And I believe you're right. The league needed to make a comment immediately. And so they did. And I think you had to temper that with as much caution as you possibly could. I don't read into it too much at this point. Again, though, something's going to have to be said in the next few weeks. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's going to have to have a lot more. Hey, and, and that again is from the club, not the league. The league is going to say we have an ownership group there that we believe in. That's as far as they need to go. I don't know if right. they need to commit to Arizona. The ownership group and the management group need to commit to Arizona. That's what I need to hear next. Yeah. But I don't, I, like you said, Alex Morello wants to own this team. I still believe that's true. And I'm, I, I, I think the league might be okay with that for now. I think they might be okay with saying, okay, let's see what, what's next. Yeah. But the board of governors and the other owners are going to need to see something moving forward besides, yep. well, we'll see. Yeah. Um, if you want to read about po Craig went through in his story this morning, all of the different possible, I guess, paths. Just a lot of questions. Yeah, like a lot of questions. questions that arose from, but, from last night's vote. But um, definitely go read it because there was a lot of great stuff in there. 
um, support. <laughs> this move has a mind of its own. Um, support Craig. Support us by becoming a diehard at gophnx.com. And I know everything feels grim right now, but we are still going to Nashville. It's still the plan. Buddy. And if you want to just <laughs> go all out Buddy. and uh, just yeehaw. Uh. Come with us. Um, but seriously, lo- this community has, has been the best part of this. And it starts with the diehards. It starts with the diehards in the Discord. Um, it starts with just the people who are here every single day. Or if you're new here, I actually saw someone earlier who they discovered our show last night and are here again wow. today. Um, so we really appreciate that. You can become a diehard today. You can check out phnxlocker.com. You can grab your membership to receive exclusive content, discounts on all events and merchandise, and access to our Discord chat. So we hope you consider becoming a diehard. Did you guys get support from them last night? I, I got so many well wishes last night. I felt like, you know. The Discord was amazing. I felt like I was, I don't know, being put out to pasture last night, but, <laughs> but people were really nice about it. So yeah, it, it helped. It actually helped me cope. It did. Um, all the emotions last night. Four Peaks also helped me cope last night. <laughs> That's not a lie. Like That's Peter true. and I halfway through the show both cracked open a Four Peaks. And we were hoping for a celebratory. Yeah. Right? Four Peaks, unfortunately, they became you know a draw on your sorrows. It's there. It's there in any scenario for that you need. Um, thank, thank you to Four Peaks for being the official beer of us getting through that. Uh, <laughs> you can check out Four Peaks. They always have a great ton of great stuff going on you can follow them on social at four peaks brew and at four peaks pub to get all the latest um they they sell beer wherever you buy beer in arizona target fries where like wherever they have it so check them out um if you're gonna drink you have to be 21 or older and please drink responsibly um another tweet that's come through the pipeline um and i can't verify the authenticity but andy strickland on twitter um, tweeted Arizona Coyotes owner Alex Merlo quote our plan is to stay in Arizona yeah. so who said that Andy Strickland on Twitter um, so that's another one that we've seen come through again this is going to be evolving um, as we go forward unfortunately you know we tweeted our 30 tweet thread on Monday thinking the last tweet in the thread would be woohoo this passed and that would be the end um, it's not the, the thread will continue on but hopefully we have a definitive answer soon, and hopefully it's good news. Yeah. I got nothing more to add to that. Yes. We all need some good news. Yeah. Like I, I have a calm. I, I, I'm, I, I woke up. I told you, it's the, the phases of grief. I was sad last night. I was angry this morning. I'm getting a calm now of... Acceptance. <laughs> it's acceptance because I think... <sighs> I, I've been on this journey. I've been on this path. Mm-hmm. And this is just another step in that journey of being someone that follows the coyotes. It's just part of the process. Just let it bear out. Yeah. I don't really, I don't know. I feel like I'm out of juice for this. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, and I do want to say one more thing then, because I think this, this plays into what we're going to talk about over the next 48 hours. People that are just finding this show because of this topic and the, you know, the, the arena fallout, we do talk about hockey, like a lot. Like we, we, we talk about drafts. We talk about players. We talk about really prefer to talk about. Yeah, actually. So this is technically a hockey show, not an arena political turnout. So you come for the politics, you stay for the hockey (laughs) PHNX. Is that our new slogan? (laughs) Maybe. So So hopefully that brings up to the next few days. We're going to get away from this and we're going to talk hockey. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Me too. Um, a couple more super chats before we wrap up here. Uh, 1999 from Pikeman Adventure. Thank you for being here, PHNX. Longtime viewer, longtime suffering fan. See y'all in Nashville for pack therapy. Hashtag hoodie way. Hashtag, hashtag hockey the hard way. Thank you. Can't wait to see you in Nashville. Uh, Mason, $5. As someone from LA that has passionately cheered against the Arizona teams my whole life. I would hate to see the Coyotes leave. It would feel wrong. I'm telling you, we've gotten some of the nicest comments from fans of other teams. So thank you, Mason. Uh, $1.99 from Roaring Fork. How has Leah's umbrella not made it on the show? I know. I feel like I should bring it in. I don't know what for, but I feel like I should. If you know, you know. Um, Mike, $2 said, what about rebuilding Metro Center? have not heard that floated yet. <laughs> I don't want to sure start going down every all time. the options over the yeah. coming weeks. Um, and then this is the 499 Super Chat from DMC Rich, a.k.a. Cat. Uh, she said, there is hope. I just got off the phone with an elected official who desperately wants to help. Love, Cat. So. Thanks, Cat. I think, I think um, yeah, I was 
not doing well before the show, not going to lie. And I think we're ending on a little, there's a sliver. This is life as a Coyotes fan or journalist. This is exactly <laughs> what it looks like. You are in the depths of despair <laughs> and 12 hours later, oh, there's hope. Oh, <laughs> there might be an option. It's crazy what it's been like. This has been a wild ride and it continues. It, it, it does continue. Any final thoughts? We got coming in the last two, next two days? You want you want to yeah, yeah, promote yeah. that? Yeah, we're gonna have a couple agents on this show. So you're you're taking the day off again, another day off for you, Petey. Uh huh. Okay. Petey's hitting the road. Petey is hitting the road. Petey's for we're, we're gonna we're, we're dusting off the Petey at the playoffs logo. Nice. And I'm heading to Vegas. Might be, we might get some uh, walking and talkings, huh? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So we're gonna have uh, Brian and Scott Bartlett on the show tomorrow. A pair of agents. Uh, they they represent some high end clients. We'll get into all that. Clayton um, Keller, them, Clayton Keller and Kale McCarr. Uh, um, and then on Friday, we're going to have Chris Peters, our old friend, back to talk more draft prospects because, of course, we are going to Nashville. We the hope you're going on. with us. The show goes on. The show goes on. I yep. can't wait to talk about draft picks again. I'm actually I excited. I cannot yeah. wait. Literally this morning, I was like, please, I'll do anything like just to talk about hockey and not politics. Oh, my goodness. Matt Mitchkov, we need to talk more about him. That do seems on like a political discussion oh, <laughs> again. The political oh, insiders at PHNX. Um, $2 overdrive from Mike. You were all great. Thanks to PHNX. Thank you, Mike. Uh, thank you, everybody here in the chat. Be sure to hit the like button on this video if you're watching us on YouTube. And if you're listening on audio, like, subscribe, leave us a review. We do have a podcast platform as well. So if you prefer to listen, uh, you can subscribe there. And you can subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube because we are here live five days a week no matter what happens? Hell or high water, we are here. Um, so join us. There's a ton of great content on PHNX as well across all the local sports teams. So subscribe, hit the notification bell so you never miss when we go live. You can follow us on Twitter at SPetersHockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Sean underscore to pause. Follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. This is a community. I'm grateful for it. And I hope that it's not the end and just the beginning of something new and maybe better <laughs> next <laughs> next we'll find out um yeah we'll be back tomorrow 10 a.m for the show with the agents so join us here on the page next sports youtube channel until then we'll continue to keep you posted we're all in it together enjoy the rest of your wednesday everyone and we'll talk soon bye